guys, we should have Claude here in just a second. He should be up. So I would ask that you please raise your hand if you have a question and keep it to two questions per person. We'll go ahead and get started. Uh, Percy, go ahead, Percy. Awesome. Uh, Claude, thank, thanks for like doing this as always. Hey, um, just uh, what the, the last time you played these guys, uh, it was uh, a three-point game, came down to the last second on uh, the shot by you there. Uh, this time it was a different story. Just what was the difference in, uh, in uh, these two games? Uh, they came out hitting shots, really. We couldn't get no stops. We were supposed to get stops. Pretty much that's what happened. Couldn't get no stops. Went freelance to the lane, open threes, they was hitting. Hey, um, I just sort of like the big picture-wise, how would you describe this season? Uh, I'm not, I can't really comment on that. Yep, I hear you. All right, man. Thank you. All right, thanks, Percy. Go ahead, Lauren. Quade, when you look at this defense, what do you think is going wrong for you guys defensively? Oh, uh, we're still trying to figure that out. We don't know yet. Do you feel, I mean, Marcus mentioned the last game that he felt like communication was a problem on defense. Are you seeing that? Uh, no, communication is fine. We communicate good on the court, but just, um, it's just they be hitting shots, really. All right, thank you. Uh, Chris Fetters, go ahead, Chris. Hey, Quade, just was curious about the difference in two halves for you. You know, you go into halftime with two and you end up with 23. Say that again? Yeah, just what was the difference for you in the two halves today? Uh, I pretty much don't know. I wasn't worried about myself today. We lost as a team. And just generally speaking, though, when you were having difficulties, what was the thing that brought you guys back into the game in the second half? I can't hear you say that again. You're kind of low. Uh, just in the second half, when you guys were trying to get back in, you were helping to kind of catalyze that and get them going. What were you able to do? Uh, kind of trying to come back from a deficit, pretty much. Thank you. Mm -hmm. All right, Dan Rayleigh, go ahead, Dan. Quade, you guys came into this year kind of short on on bigs, and and today I think you went most of the way with four four guards at times. Mm. Do, do you feel like you're you're outsized and 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 fighting a a, a battle without more bigs? Uh, no, not really. Pretty much, it comes down to our toughness. Really, all, all we got to do is box out, keep them off the glass, and it creates mismatches on the opposite end on offense. So pretty much, it's kind of much kind of pretty much what we was trying to do, and some and it, and it was successful some part of the game. All right, James Price. Go ahead, James. Hey, Quade, thanks for taking the time. No problem. Thank you. Hey, there were 22 points off turnovers for the Ducks tonight or today. What do you guys think you have to do to continue to take care of the ball and limit those kind of turnovers? Uh, that pretty much been a problem all year, really. So that that been on me, really. Poor poor point guard skills, really turning the ball away too much. We just we got fixed. We just got fixed by the time tournament comp. That's all. Got it. Thank you. Mm -hmm. All right, lastly, Moz Vita, go ahead, Moz. Yeah, hey, quite a, how important is it just to stay focused, like you said, on the bigger picture? And you were talking about the tournament, but from game to game, forgetting this one, getting ready for the next one, and staying united as a team. That's what you're playing this for, a championship. If you win the regular season, that don't mean you're going to win the national championship or the, or the conference championship. So you never know. They might, the same teams that have been beating us, every time we played them, they they hitting shots. You never know. The tournament, they might be missing shots. 
and the rim might get smaller for them and it might get big for us. So you never know how the game might go. Thanks. You gotta keep working. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Quade. That'll be Thank all. You. We'll be back shortly with Coach Hopkins. All right, guys, we've got Coach Hopkins here. Um, again, I remind you to please use the raise hand function um, to ask a question and I'll call on you accordingly. Additionally, the team is trying to get out of Oregon and get back to Seattle. So we may keep tonight a little short. Uh, and I appreciate you guys managing that in advance. So we'll get started with Percy. Go ahead, Percy. All right, thank you. Hey, uh, um, I'm curious about the, the like four guard lineup that you use with uh, Marcus. Obviously, it makes you um, explosive on the offensive end, but it also makes you small on the inside. Just, just, just what is the thinking behind sticking with that lineup against big teams like Oregon? It's hard. You know, Hamir got in early foul trouble. He had three in the first half, and you just couldn't be big. And and then you, when you get behind, you know, you know, we're trying to trying to, you know, we got to we got to score. Um, uh, and so, you know, a lot of that lineup we had when we played Colorado and, and sometimes we had it against Utah. We were able to get away with it. But uh, tonight uh, didn't work. It just didn't. Um, you know, they the game tonight was decided by the three point line and, you know, losing Duarte and losing. Uh, Eric Williams, their best, I think their two best three-point shooters, we felt like that wouldn't be one of their strengths. And uh, that was as good a shooting performance as we played against this year. Hey, and then just this last thing for me, just in terms of like the, the big picture here, uh, obviously there's like seven games left on the schedule uh, if you don't play that uh, the game with Arizona State. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, just uh, obviously this season has been challenging on so many different levels, obviously. But how would you describe this year? Uh, challenging, um, frustrating. Um, I think those would be two two words. You know, challenging and frustration. You know, frustrating. Um, uncertainty um, in a lot of ways. Uh, but you know, everybody's been having to deal with it. It's um, you know, we're just blessed that we're playing games and kids are able to play and. The one thing that we've been able to be successful in is staying healthy. And, uh, and that's really probably the most important thing, especially during these times. And I'll knock on wood to make sure we stay that way for the, the rest of the year. So, you know, um, just got to be resilient, go through it, keep working hard, keep getting better and learn from, you know, unprecedented season. Thank you for your time. Thanks, Percy. Lauren, go ahead, Lauren. Hey, hey, Lauren. Um, you've talked about the defensive adjustments you made ahead of the UCLA game. Now do you kind of go back? Are there more adjustments that you're going to want to be making here? There's not too many adjustments you can make. You know, you have an engine and you got to be able to, you know, um, you know we, we did it. And we're just, you know, we're breaking down a few too many times. And, uh, you know, tonight we tried to go back to our original uh, zone for the most part. Um just to give them a different look. And, um, you know, they, we, I felt with losing those three point shooters that it would be a little bit different, but once they got hot, we tried to make the adjustment. And once they were hot, they were hitting the end of the shot clock threes. They were, you know, hitting from deep. Um, and, uh, you know, we're just, 
that's 12 threes shooting 50% from the three point point line is not a, a winning recipe for us. So there was a, there was a lot of breakdowns for sure, but they also made some tough shots. And then you mentioned that this season has been frustrating and I'm sure that's true for your players as well. What's your message to them now? I think just in life, you know, you can feel sorry for yourself or you can move forward and try to better yourself. And uh, with, you know, I was hit, you know, personally um, with people that I know from, from COVID and there's just so much stuff going on that you just, you got to be resilient and um, you've got to be focused and you got to stay positive. I mean, those are key traits to being successful in life. And these are great life lessons. Basketball is a great way to teach life. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's tough times, but these kids, I'm really proud of them because they've, we obviously haven't won and had the season that we wanted. Um, there's still a lot of games left and a lot of, a lot of basketball and a lot of chance to get better. You know, I, you know, I believe, and I told them this, I think we can beat any team in our league and we've proven it when we play the right way. Uh, we don't have a large margin for error, but that's, that's going to help us get better if we can do that. Um, and, um, so for the most part, great learning lessons, uh, but not for just for basketball, but for life. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Lauren. Thanks Lauren. Go ahead, Chris. Hey, Hop. Um, the, the difference between quad A, uh, between the first and second halves is what? Uh, we, we, you know, like in our games this year, you know, he's been one of our, he's our number one scorer and, and he only had, I think took one shot. So I just tried to, we tried to get him more involved in the offense. And, but with that being said, we wanted him to also distribute. I felt like, you know, we've got good offensive players out there and sometimes we forget to make that extra pass and to help our teammates. And, um, and so just try to get him going, try to get him energized, try to get him a rhythm. And, uh, you know, he had, a, you know, we started the second half, I thought really, really well, not just by him trying to score, but him looking to score two guys come and then made a couple passes and we just couldn't keep it up. But that was the difference. We went and, to him. Oh, and also just real quick, just from, I mean, it almost feels like from now on, are, are you simply just going to be practicing on the defensive end? Um, Cause it looks like you got the offensive side. Well, uh, you got, you got to, you got to keep the rhythm of it and we still have to be better. I mean, I felt like tonight, like we turn it over a few too many times and we need to make better, you know, extra passes, but the defensive end, um, you know, we just, you know, the, the three point line is something that we defend. We take pride in last little, the last two games. It's 11 and 12. You just, you in, in 11. And then we fouled three, three point shooters. I think we fouled one tonight. So it's like 13 and 14 threes. You know, we can't do that. We just can't do that. So, yes, I shouldn't say the whole practice will be defense, but a majority of it will for sure. Thanks, Hop. You're welcome. All right, Nick Mendro, go ahead, Nick. Hey, Coach. Thanks for doing this. Um, so, starting off the game, um, things were looking up, and uh, Marcus Tejonas hit that three to put you guys up 18-14. And then Oregon went on a little bit of a run there in the middle of the first half. What was working well to start out and then kind of what, what changed there? We came out with great energy and we're moving the ball, sharing the ball. And then we go through periods where, uh, you know, the Oregon starts amping up their, their defense a little bit and we just get a little selfish. You know, we get, we get one dimensional, you know, we took it up against a seven footer, you know, it's just, you know, plays where you get a seven footer up guy, help you come to a jump stop, you kick out, you find an open man and, you know, that's, that's, that's how you win. Uh, 
by sharing it and doing it as a team. And we just go through some times periods. If I haven't gotten a shot they try to go out and they try to get their own shot and it's just not acceptable. We don't have a large margin for error. Uh, and, uh, you know, sometimes that happens. It happened tonight during a period and trying to regain that is, is very difficult. So, yeah. Thank, thank you. You're welcome, Nick. All right, guys, we have time for two more. I'm going to go to Dan Rayleigh and then Maz right after that. Go ahead, Dan. Hey, Dan. Hi, Mike. Hey, you made a substitution almost like 15 seconds into the game and a major team quite a bit smaller. Were you just trying to get somebody's attention when you did that? Uh, Hamir had two fouls. 15 seconds in, huh? Was it? No. Was it? I think Roberts threw up an air ball is what I – then he went out. Yeah, what it was was uh, – yeah, it was sending a message for sure. Okay. What it was was is it was how we were going to press break and the wrong person took out the press break, so it was lack of focus for me. All right, go ahead, Moz, for the last question. Thank you. Hey, Hop, just kind of maybe on the same vein. In terms of the guarding the three-point, is that just lack of recognition and getting out to that spot or communication? I think it's a little bit of both. Uh, there's communication and then there's awareness. Uh, against Oregon State, there was a lot of lack of communication tonight. It was lack of awareness. And that just means when the ball gets into a certain part of the of the defense, you know, shooters are moving and you have to be aware. And then you also have to be aware. Some guys might not be great shooters, but after they make one or two, you have to change the way you're defending them. And that's where we didn't make the adjustment.